Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of Push Boundaries. This is Push. Uh, I got a special guest with me, Brian. Came down from Seattle. Um, those of you who don't know, Brian's been a good friend of mine. He's also uh, my mentor in a lot of a lot of sales um, related topics as well. Um, so Brian, I'm gonna have you introduce yourself. Hey everyone, my name is Brian Din. Uh, I'm currently uh, where I'm at right now is I'm living up in Seattle, working at DocuSign, doing uh, B2B tech sales. Um, you know, how I started here and got to where I'm at, I initially came out of, of school um, at Oregon State University studying finance um, at that point. I definitely had a big interest in finance and and went that way too. But a lot of what drew me that way, I grew up in a very uh, traditional Asian household where a lot of careers such as being a medical professional as a doctor or a, a lawyer were pushed um, as important. And that, at the end of the day, um, I've learned now that that's what is what we call it. That's your parents' passion. Mm-hmm. And I had to go through a lot to move from my parents' passion to my passion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of times, whether for whatever type of career it is, I think a lot of when you grow up as a kid, your parents have an idea of what you should what you should be or what they think you'd be successful at um, and pushing you towards that career but you have to realize that at the end of the day your parents are there to support you and love you and at the end of the day they just want you to be successful period yeah, that's true. so um, i started it in that finance career did well at it but started to realize that that's not exactly where i want to be um, as i moved and told them talked about wanting to go into career in professional sales i had to uh, really uh, explain to them and get them on my side where they are now to understand that, you know, hey, mom and dad, this is what I'm actually really good and passionate about. And that's where I want to move my uh, my career. And uh, that after through everything, they now support me fully mm-hmm. knowing that this is where, where I'm meant to be um, in my life. I mean, also, I feel like <clears throat> coming from, you know, immigrant parents, I mean, times have changed, you know, and I feel like sales, everything is sales. I mean, anything yeah. to do, like, working for, you know, having your own business, you know, having, um, working for a company. I mean, at the end of the day, they're going to see how you're doing, how are you performing, and how you're making that company money, you know? And, I mean, yeah, that's crazy, man. I mean, how's DocuSign going, though? The DocuSign is great. And in general, not just DocuSign, but I moved up to Seattle because it's very, there's a big tech boom over there. We have a lot mm-hmm. of people moving up from San Francisco um, in the Bay Area, and there's a lot of startups going on in Seattle. So I want to put my foot into an industry that's that's very booming, mm-hmm. and within you know my skill sets, loving to to be in sales, uh, it's very important because for all these companies with the big tech boom, someone has to be out there, uh, pitching, presenting the product. You can have the greatest scientists and engineers putting together the best product, but if no one knows about it and no one can explain it mm-hmm. to your uh, potential customers then you're not going to sell the product and the company's not going to grow. That's why sales is so important. Um, you kind of mentioned it too earlier, Push, where sales is everywhere. When you go, when you see a movie that you really enjoyed at the theater and you go hang out with your friends at night and you explain to them why they should watch it and why it was so great, you are selling that movie to them um, and you're giving them all the reasons why it's great. Mm-hmm. People do. People are doing personal sales and sales in every capacity throughout their life and they don't realize it. So I, I saw that and I was like, if we do this every day, every day on a daily basis, um, why not master it on a professional level um, 
to to really monetize it and make a career out of it and you know that's what i've done for myself that's true i feel like going back to like you know your passion versus your parents passion i mean at, at the end of the day as long as you can prove to them you can be successful in whatever you do you know that's what truly matters i mean it's crazy like i know come from indians man like you know my parents want to be a doctor you know wanted me to mm-hmm. it's, it's always the medical field and that's what's crazy but i feel like I feel like, you know, I do have a public health degree right now. And I mean, I'm using it, you know, with my blog, with, you know, this podcast as well. Uh, Just giving, you know, vital information to people that when you want to be fit, they want to change their um, nutrition lifestyle. But at the end of the day, I mean, do I really need a master's in what I'm doing? You know, like, can I just learn on my own and get that information and share it with others? Or do I need a degree for me to be credible? You know, and that's. And that's what's kind of crazy right now that the times are shifting. I mean, you see a lot of social media, you know, fitness influencers that influencers that, mm-hmm. um, you know, they don't have a they don't have a degree. I mean, it's basically they're they're showing that they're fit and they're they're putting their workouts out there like, hey, like I have abs. Here's what I'm doing every day to get those abs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like I don't know with the whole degree and. What do, what do you think about that? How Yeah, I I can give my two cents on that. You know, I've, I've my perspective has changed a lot. I think starting when I first started college thinking that this degree was a golden ticket, you know, mm-hmm. that take me to the promised land. And that's how it was sold to me and explained to me by my parents, but that's my parents' generation. Mm-hmm. Um same thing with them wanting wanting for me to go ahead and get my my MBA and my you know, continue my education that way thinking that that piece of paper is an automatic ticket to getting paid more, getting your next position. When the reality is, and we're we're sticking with just in most of these business careers, specifically with sales. I mean, sales is so numbers and results driven. At the end of the day, can you perform or can you not? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not that that degree that's going to get you yeah. that job or show you show you performance. Um, I think there is a lot of validity and, and importance to get a, a degree. And necessity too, when you, if you want to be a, a doctor, a lawyer, an accountant, mm-hmm. um, there's certain jobs where it's very important. And uh, with that, you need your degree, but certain you need to realize that with certain degrees, especially within uh, or, uh, careers, especially within sales, where it's performance based, um, that's not as important. Um, so you just have to know, I think what, what you need to do is get education. So yeah, whether, whether that. that means, you know, that means going through a university route and through college, mm-hmm. Or taking time to read books, uh, podcasts, audio, learning from mentors. You need to every day get your knowledge from somewhere yeah. and educate yourself. But That's it doesn't true. have to. Times are changing. This is, mm-hmm. you can get your your uh, knowledge from from multiple media forms. Um, mm-hmm. So you just gotta go out and find that for yourself. It's just about how do I get education? There's not one way to get it anymore. Yeah, I feel like also figuring out what you like to do, mm-hmm. right? What your passions are. So how did you make? Um, the move from finance to sales. What made you jump? Yeah, so like I said, I studied, got a degree in finance at Oregon State. Uh, worked in banking for a couple of years. Enjoy, enjoyed it, but I started to get a feeling where it just wasn't where I was meant meant to be. And I think a big thing was me taking a step to move move out by myself, away from all my family and friends, Seattle, uh, living there by myself. And I got into you know a big passionate hobby uh, hobby of mine now, and it's becoming even definitely even more of a hobby is dance. I got involved with dance on this casual level first, then started getting really involved and saw how dedicated I was 
to it, how much I enjoyed it. And because of that, that enjoyment and dedication, how far I was able to grow within the dance community. So then going through that, I thought to myself, I was like, wow, if I can get this level of growth and success within dance so quickly, because I'm so passionate about it, why can't I have that same feeling in my professional career? Mm-hmm. So I spent a lot of time asking all of my, my friends you know, about certain careers that they were doing and why they're interested into it. Did a lot of research on my own too. And eventually that pointed me, pointed me in the direction of professional sales. So at that moment, I just took a leap of faith and I jumped, quit my job in finance, moved into professional sales at DocuSign. And it's been the best decision I've ever made yeah. in my professional career. Uh, dance really taught me that. And I think that's, it's very important from a, a youth level where you're, you're kid to get involved in extracurriculars, whether it's music, art, dance, sports. Uh, what that is, is it puts you in a situation where, of course, school and everyday school, it's, it's important, but it's not a situation where kids usually say, oh, this is very fun. But when, when they do these things within music, art, sports, it's very fun for them. But they're in an environment where they're having to be dedicated to grow, be passionate about it. It's in a structured environment where you have someone coaching you, mentoring you to, to grow there too. Mm. And, and, it, and it's teaching you how to really work hard uh, for goals and grow in something that you have fun with. And you, when you take that feeling, I think if you get involved with that as a kid and you're able to apply that to your career and professional life, mm-hmm. it'll put you in the right position to be in that career that you're supposed to be in because you want, you want that same feeling you have within that, you know, playing basketball or, or dancing or know playing that that instrument or whatever you're really passionate mm-hmm. about so really finding that connection between extracurriculars and your professional life yeah i agree with that as well i feel like what do you think about like do you think schools should teach more about like finance yeah and, and what, what, what do exactly you do you mean by that, that? like should you because i know school doesn't you know school teaches like you know, you got to go to history class, you got to go, you know, you got math class, but money management, you know, like how, like retirement funds, um, stocks, just invest investments mm-hmm. in general. Do you think school should, you know, incorporate that more? Yeah, I think it's a really good point push. That's honestly a big reason of why I initially got myself into finance and was so interesting to me. Um, you know, you know, that money makes the world go around and really knowing how to properly use it, analyze it on an everyday basis within personal, within your personal life, within your business life. Uh, I think it's very important skills. And I think that it really is lacking of, you know, of, of not enough education in money management, mm-hmm. um, taxes, investing. Um, There's very important skills. And I think, you know, eventually moving on, I still have a passion for finance. And I mm-hmm. want to, after I take my professional career forward, I want to give back by going to schools and teaching uh, younger students at an early age about uh, personal finance yeah, and, I mean, and financial literacy, you know, to be yeah. honest. Because that's the thing with me, man. Like, I remember when I graduated college, you know, I got a job. I'm like, you know, they're talking about 401ks, talking mm-hmm. about, like, stocks. I'm like, yo, how does this work? Like, I never, you know, I don't know. I mean, I could tell you about the Oregon Trail. But how does, you know, you know what I mean? Like, how do, what is yeah. a 401k, man? Like, and that's where the does thing. my money go? How does investments work? Like, if I'm, if I'm putting money into a stock, you know, like, what happens? Like, can I just draw it any time? Like, you know, you, I mean, you obviously hear all this stuff about, yeah, like, invest money, you know, buy stocks. Mm-hmm. But what does that really mean? 
You know what I mean? I just feel like schools need to do like a better job of, I mean, teaching that man. Cause I think at the end of the day, it's crazy. Cause it can be like a rat race. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like you go, you go to school, you get in debt, right? And then you get a job. You're paying the debt back, right? Cause you have to, I mm-hmm. mean, you got a job, you got to pay it back. And then like, how do you can't really be like you can be successful off of one job but like to have multiple streams of income like how you know what i mean like how does that how does that work yeah and they don't the the school system is really taught for you to be successful in a a you know nine to five work work environment that that way that's how they in a corporate environment that's you know there's nothing wrong with that at all um Mm -hmm. but that's what the school system's teaching teaching you to be successful at if you want to move towards the more entrepreneurial entrepreneurial route um, and learning how to create different streams of income, that's things that aren't really taught uh, in the schools or, or universities for for that. So that's that's what I'm talking about: getting your own education, and that's where you have to go out and find your own mentors or books and learn how to do these things you know, on your own. That's why it's so important for me to go out and I do my own self learning every every day mm-hmm. um, to go out and learn those skills to be able to put myself in that situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's my thoughts on that right here. So, what do you think about a career in professional sales? Yeah, so I put, you know, I made the big jump, of course, from finance to professional sales. I'm very happy about it, and uh, I have, you know, long term goals here for what I want to do with do within sales. My passion for sales is really, you know, I think sales is the ability to effectively communicate, uh, effectively communicate. To everyone, to everyone, uh, whether it's a product or service you're selling, of uh, you know of how it can really change their lives. As long as you are selling a product or service that you can really get behind and passionate about, mm. you know, it's a great career. Um, you are, you are the voice for these companies. Getting, uh, being able to um, speak and explain what the benefits are of, of these life changing products and services for people that you're selling to, and that's what's so great about it. Um, for me, you know, moving on, I want to keep moving on and growing my, my sales career in the tech industry. Um, yeah, Seattle's booming for that, huh? it, It's big. So, you know, whether it's it's here at DocuSign or somewhere else, being able to really grow professionally in that and uh, continuous increasing my public speaking, communication skills, eventually getting to a management position where I'm able to go ahead and give back and train uh, new sales uh, new sales employees on these these skills. These are really important life skills, whether or not you stay within professional sales or move on to somewhere somewhere else. At some point in your life, you know, even if you want to start your own company, you need to learn how to pitch your, your product or service. Agree with that. Um, you have to learn to, to sell items, things yourself. I mean, that that's all sales. So if you look at a, a, a big stat here, 40%, 40% of CEOs in uh, the S&P 500 started uh with a career um in sales so it's mm-hmm. i mean look at that stat and that correlation that's how important these sales skills are mm-hmm. so how did you make the move like how did you jump from finance to sales yeah i mean so with that jump there too uh a lot of networking man i think at the end of the day 
the interviews that I got, it wasn't, no matter how good you can make your resume, I didn't get my foot in the door for the initial interview mm-hmm. uh, unless I went through a specific person. So that was going out and networking with people in person or going on LinkedIn and I would send direct messages to uh, employees that are working the position that I wanted to apply for and asking them for to meet for coffee for a phone call and then from there asking if they would be willing to go ahead and stick my resume to the top of the pile in and that's mm-hmm. how I got my foot in the door that's how I really jumped into mm-hmm. um, getting the opportunities to interview for sales sales positions at companies that I really wanted to yeah. so this is this is the way that the world is right now especially with getting jobs I mean it really is uh, through uh, networking and if it's these these companies get a million job applications, so yeah. if you go through the tr- traditional system online, chances of you getting your resume in there, no matter how great it is and how qualified you are, are slim mm-hmm. because it's gonna get filtered out. Well, that's the crazy thing too. Like, I mean, you made the jump from you know Salem to Seattle. Like, I mean, like you're young. I mean, I feel like that's a lot of thing too. People get comfortable, you know what I mean, where they're mm-hmm. at, and it's kind of like you're young, man. You gotta make that jump. I mean. You know, like, a couple mentors and, like, you know, influences like Gary Vee, I mean, that we both listen to. Mm-hmm. Like, he yeah. talks about all the time, man. He says, like, 40 is the new 20. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you got to follow your passion, man. Like, especially, like, in your 20s. Like, if you can, I mean, yeah, living at home, you know, you get comfortable. But you got to make that jump. You know, whatever you want to do, try out a new city, you know. I mean, and that's, that's, what, that's what I respect, man. Like, you went from Salem to Seattle, figured out what you wanted to do. You got a good paying job right out of college and you're like, yo, this isn't for me. Like, I mean, it's paying the bills, but, you know, you weren't passionate about it. So then you tried on, you know, different branches and see what you like. Yeah. I mean, I I never would have made, made this jump into the sales career I'm at right now if I didn't go ahead and first physically move myself out of my hometown into a new city where I moved with nobody. I had no friends and family there and just really creating life for myself. That's how I put myself in a position where I wasn't comfortable and really made me come to some quick decisions and conclusions of you know am I in the right place for my career and I, I decided no so I made that jump um that's I had a you know a really good steady and high high paying finance job but I switched over to career where in sales it's, it's commission based and it's really performance based so if you don't perform you don't make that money mm-hmm. um now there's a lot of good earning potential within it and I was willing to take that risk because I felt I was really passionate about this type of career and not being comfortable in, in, in a job. Uh, you know, that's paying me a, a steady paycheck where I'm not fully passionate about it. So yeah. that's, you know, I'm really happy about where I am and uh, I'm really excited for a lot of growth opportunities. Uh, put myself in Seattle and I'm excited to see where uh, the world mm-hmm. and the future goes for me. Nice. I love it, man. It's good having you on the first podcast. Uh, hopefully we get you again. Um, got some more questions. I mean, we talk all the time. So, yeah, man, just keep killing it in Seattle. It was nice having you. All right. Thank you, Push. Thanks for having me on here.